Welcome to the All Souls Parish in Berkeley's Sermon Podcast. This week we hear from the Reverend Michael Lemaire, who's preaching from the lectionary, which this week was John chapter 6, 56 through 69. As always, you can find more sermons and information about All Souls on our website at allsoulsparish.org. We hope to see you around sometime. My words are spirit and life. That's what Jesus says. My words are spirit and life. But exactly how? Part of the trick of this five weeks of John 6 has been the way we kind of keep building on this idea of the bread of life. Just to give you a a recap, right? We start the chapter with the feeding of the 5,000. Break the loaves, feed everybody, then walk on the water, and the people follow. And they come, and Jesus begins to tell them that the bread he gives, when you eat it, you're no longer hungry. And they're like, give us this bread always. And then he says, I am the bread of life. And like the manna that came down from heaven, I have come down from heaven, and, I, and I'm here to feed you, right? And they're starting to get a little confused about that. You know, as Emily preached a couple weeks ago, they're like, this guy? We know his mom and dad. How could he be the guy who came down from heaven? And so they're starting to be a little unsure. And then Jesus presses on that, you know, this bread is his body and his blood. And if you eat it, you'll have eternal life. Sometimes it sounds like what Jesus is talking about is food for thought. Right? Kind of like we're supposed to take these ideas sort of metaphorically, symbolically, you know, manna, God. But it also, for us Christians who every Sunday are very, you know, used to this, eat my body, drink my blood, you know, it sounds like he's talking about the Eucharist. But then why would he go on to say, it's my words that are spirit in life. The flesh is useless. Well, don't worry. The scholars are just as confused as all of us. I mean, trying to sort this all out, you have the scholars over here, and they're all, what is, what is Jesus trying to get at? So we're not alone in that. But we do know that the teaching is difficult, right? The disciples are like, who can accept this? But it's not clear exactly what's the hard part. I can't tell if it's sort of as it's getting more and more graphic. This sort of symbolic cannibalism, is that what they're like not on for? Is it the piece about, is he really from heaven? Can he really deliver on these promises? I'm not sure what the difficulty is exactly. 
And so we're a little bit left after all these weeks with John's gospel not knowing exactly what to take away. But there's more than one way to read scripture. And it's not always theologically. You know, we don't always have to take the gospel and put it in the juicer and squish out what's important. The meaning, the meat, right? We can also look at it and just try to find ourselves in it. Like, where is the gospel touching you today? And what I would highlight is the moment towards the end. You know, there's a lot of, there's a real human moment in, in this gospel when the disciples go away and Jesus seems to be sort of back on his heels and he turns to the apostles and asks them, are you going to go too? I think about those people that said, this teaching's too difficult. Who can accept it? And they go away. I can really understand that. You know, making commitments to certain things, jobs, roles, vocations, relationships. And at some point, we get to the place where the path divides and we have to go away. We have to leave that which we had committed to, which seemed like the right path, but maybe no longer. Maybe it's become too difficult. And it's time for a change. It's time to go another way. And then I think about Jesus being the one who's left. You know, all through John's gospel, he's a little hard to relate to. His con Jesus in John's gospel is kind of a know-it-all. His feet don't really touch the ground. I knew that was going to happen. It's all happening according to my plan. But right here, there seems to be this sudden moment where it's not so clear. And he's being left. And you can see in the, in, this, in the chapter, he's really struggling to get his point across. And he keeps doubling down and intensifying it. And at the end, many of the disciples leave him. And I know what it is to be left. I know what it is to go it alone. To have to risk your relationships for what you believe or what you are or who you are, what's true. To have to strike out without the people you've been with all this time. And it's a hard place. It's hard to know if it's the right thing because you don't have the reassurance of all those people following you telling you how great you are. You're on your own now. And then finally, we have the apostles. Those guys. And I like their response. Where would we go? I can't tell if these guys are just hapless, you know, like, we, we wouldn't know what else to do. They're like, yeah, you know, 
You have the words of eternal life. You're the one. They're ready to hang in there. To keep showing up. I'm not sure they know what he's talking about. But I think it's a nice moment. A kind of nice reversal moment. Because so often it's the, it's the apostles who don't show up for Jesus. And in this instance they say, where would we go? We're going to hang in there with you. And I know what that is too. To keep on showing up. You know, even if you're no longer sure. But you hang in there. You keep going. You keep doing what you think is right. Even if you're not completely sure. I think the pandemic and all that we've been through these last few years have kind of put us in these spots at various times, maybe all of them, having to leave something we never thought we would, maybe being left or having to strike out on our own, or just hanging in there when we're no longer sure, but just keep doing it. So I guess I want to just hold the gospel up like a spiritual Rorschach and See if you can find yourself in any of those roles. In any of those places right now. Is the Spirit moving you in any of those ways? To make a change. To go it alone. To persevere. It's my hope that in these words, you will find Spirit and life.